Welcome to Tunes and Tumblers by Atwood Magazine, a podcast where we believe that music is best enjoyed with a drink in your hand. Every week we create original craft cocktails and mocktails to pair with the songs of our favorite artists and invite them into the bar for a toast. So sit back, put up your feet, and enjoy a cold one on us. If you're a fan of the show or maybe just entering the bar for the first time, be sure to subscribe and give us a rating wherever you're listening. And if you'd like to buy us around, check out our Patreon link at the bottom of the episode description. I'm your host, Anthony, and all my training has finally come down to this. I have a total of four, yes, four Thanksgiving celebrations to attend this week. That's enough tryptophan to bring down a full-grown elephant, but you know, I never back down from a challenge. So if this is the last episode of your favorite podcast, you know why. Please send me your thoughts and prayers responsibly. We also have a returning musical guest today. You may remember him from when we debuted his breezy mid-quarantine track, Plans Fall Through, way back in the day. And he's since entered a disco era that's hitting all the right spots. His name is Charles Rojas, and we'll be playing his latest single, I Only Want You, at the end of the show. So stick around until the end, and be sure to bring your dancing shoes. But we all know that drinking alone is a sad, sad business, so I enlisted someone I am very thankful for this holiday week but the jury's still out on whether he feels the same. And he is... Oh, that's me. Hi, I'm Eric, co-host extraordinaire. (laughs) And the rest of our regulars may already be partaking in extended Turkey Day, but we do have a very special guest joining us. You may remember her from our Halloween extravaganza last year when she made some ghoulish graveyard-themed cocktails. She's a bartender at our favorite tiki bar in Los Angeles, which means that we're always eager for her to pick up a shift here. Tunes and Tumblers fam, please welcome... Gabby Parrott to the pod. Hi, thank you. I love being introduced as a very special guest. <laughs> yes, no one else is special here, just you. No, only you. The only other person that is special is my mother, so. <laughs> yeah, and every time we have a guest, we we tell them that they're not very special and that they exactly. need to remember that. And you have to very be Gabby if you want to be special. Yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> today we're doing things a little bit differently. Since Thanksgiving is tomorrow, I want us to do our best to forget about you know, the colonialism and, and genocide that this this holiday is really about and instead talk about what we're thankful for. So before we had like before we make ourselves drinks, like what artists are y'all most thankful for this year? I guess with the artists that I'm most thankful for I, this year, I think uh, Latino artists had a big spotlight in Spotify and streaming. They were all number, a few of them were number one on the charts. And I am very thankful to see that kind of be prominent in the world of music, especially, you know, in the United States worldwide. So I'm thankful for all that. Like we got the Peso Plumas, we got Bad Bunny, we got all the people. So from different factions of Latino culture. And it's very cool to see all of that be so prevalent because representation is important. Yeah. And all of the uh, the regional Mexican music that's just like on top of the charts, too. Yeah. Who would have thought? Who would have? Yeah. Who would have thought? TikTok is a chaotic place. It's kind of scary. <laughs> it is really it terrifying. Sure can be. <laughs> I feel like I was going to I'm going to swing the complete other way and say like pop girlies <laughs> like Carly Rae Jepsen and and. I guess Taylor Swift, even though I don't know if she's even released new music this year. She's released old music this year. That is new. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Two old musics this year. Yeah. That's um, right. She did speak now and she did 
1989, right? Yeah. In the same year? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Did yeah. Midnight's come out this year or was that last year? That was like on my birthday last year that she released that. I think she and I have the same birthday. Nice. Or maybe we don't. I'm October 13th. Maybe I, you're the same person. I think she might be a, a, a month older than me. I she's, don't know. She's... September? December? Oh, uh, am I older than her? Jesus, I need to get my life together. <laughs> Fucking... Yeah, what are you doing? You're wrecked, not a billionaire bro. already? I'm not a billionaire. What am I doing? We just need to pimp pizza out. Yeah. Yeah. That's the secret. You'll be a billionaire white girl in no time. Mm -hmm. What am I thankful for? I'm really thankful, and I've talked about this guy before on the pod. I'm really thankful for Zach Bryan for just completely shaking up what country music is this year. Like getting back to roots, getting back to like really confessional, honest, stripped down, and in like really artistic country music. He like had, actual vulnerable stories. And yes, so just like, yes. His self-titled album starts with a song, a song in quotation marks called Fear and Fridays. And it's just spoken word beat poetry for like two minutes before the album even starts. It's called Fear and Fridays? Yes. Like a TGI Fridays or just like... Fear and Fridays. The the, the thesis is like he thinks... I'm terrified of TGI Fridays. So that would make sense me to too, me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but really it's... He's talking about how he thinks Fear and Fridays are overdone the anticipation of friday is like working for the weekend kind of yeah thing? working for the yeah. weekend is overblown and also being afraid is is the same thing to him yeah suck on that rebecca black <laughs> we can still get down on friday eric <laughs> but you know what i i kind of need a drink if we're going to get any further gabby you and i did this at the very last second so yeah. it's not even on this the sandwich board yet but we made a cocktail that i think is perfect for all of these things that we're thankful for. Yeah. And it's very accessible. I feel like everyone can can get on board with this. What do we have? So it's uh I'm a Trader Joe's fanatic as I assume most of the country is. And so I got this punch that they have there called Winter Wassail Punch. It's like a cherry lemon clove. I think there's black currant in there. You can really smell oh, it. It's I so love good. black currant so much. Yeah, it's really really good. It's like 4 bucks or whatever for a whole whole thing. And I um we added some Dr. Bird Jamaican rum to it. It's like this really bunky Jamaican rum kind of balances out like some of the heavy notes of like clove and stuff like that. Really, mm -hmm. really nice. And okay. then Anthony had the great idea to add some rosemary to it. And we added some lemon and popped an orange peel on there. And it's just it's ready to go. It feels like a whole like realized cocktail. But all we did was like mix a few things together. Yeah. You brought over like an entire pantry worth of stuff <laughs> and we just picked through it. Anthony was like, wow, you really came prepared. I was like, really? Because I like I thought that this was prepared. <laughs> yeah i mean i guess i did bring two whole bags of alcohol and mixers <laughs> that's true i mean honestly sometimes cocktails uh the simpler the better um so something that you can kind of very quickly throw together sounds perfect a lot of times especially, course, especially if you're just trying to sit down and get to an album it feels like if you're putting a lot of work in to make a cocktail or you have a whole meal to cook right yeah exactly this is this is exactly what i'm going to be sipping on while i'm trying to make several turkeys this week we'll see how that goes and how many i burn you got one right here oh it's a pizza <laughs> oh it's a pizza not a turkey sorry <laughs> well is, hmm. is pizza actually a turkey is that is that what's going on yeah we've rescued him <laughs> You rescue the you rescue we, the we, turkey and yes, put a we, put a we, pug costume on him. Exactly. <laughs> no one will know. Well, just our listeners know. Who's, they're never gonna know. Clip that out Who's and gonna put know? it and put it in for the Patreon subscribers. Yes, only yeah. Patreon can know, can know the true identity. 
So also, we were kind of going back and forth on what to call this, and I, I can't take credit for this. My roommate, Rachel, came up with this. She just walked into the room, and we're like, help us, and she just said the first thing that came to her head, and it was amazing. We're like, wow, that's brilliant. Meanwhile, yep. we're like, uh, something with Trader Joe's. Uh, she's like, Winter Wonderland, and we're like, and we're like, oh my god, oh my god. And she was like, all right, well, see you later. <laughs> Winter. Hey, thanks, bye. <laughs> Winter Rumderland. It's I perfect. I love a good pun. Yes. So fun. I think we've been doing a lot of puns recently. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, we did puns alliteration last back, time. What was it? It was a manic maple. Oh, fun. Yeah. Is that the one that you were talking about, the brandy and... Oh, no, that was when Shay came on for our last roundup. Now, this was for Chris LaRocca. And it like this was another one where Jamie and I just like late night. We're just like, what are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> we want to throw some maple syrup in there because he's from Canada. <laughs> That's also a good one for Thanksgiving. So why don't you go back and listen to our previous episode, make yourself a manic maple and double fist that with a winter rumderland. Did you guys at any point go, it's just another manic maple? No, but we need to add that like retro wow. yeah, retroactively get, get there yeah post. Mm. if you've already listened to that episode just wipe it completely from your memory we're gonna redo it yeah we're gonna we're gonna game of thrones starbucks cup this <laughs> what yeah yep 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 <laughs> you don't remember that no, did you that... ever watch game of thrones i didn't okay well in the very last season like somebody saw a starbucks cup in one of the scenes and like it became a meme and then hbo went back and scrubbed it <laughs> Like the day later, they scrubbed it and got rid of it. Wow. Yes. Whoa. They're serious business. Oh, yeah. They don't fuck around. Well, cheers, everyone. What are you drinking, cheers. Eric? Ice coffee. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Hey, me Though, too. This is another one where I feel like I can make a pretty, pretty easily make this into a mocktail. It does seem delicious. I mean, just like a little fizzy something instead of the rum. Maybe yeah. what ginger beer? Yeah. What do you think? Ginger beer would be pretty good if you mix this with ginger beer. I think our solution to most things so far has just been ginger beer. I mean, honestly, it's a great solution. <laughs> ginger beer and ginger ale. Ginger beer is delicious. It's amazing. I do happen to have some in the fridge right now, so we'll we'll do that. I'm going to have to get it popping off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> add it to your iced coffee. <laughs> you should add ginger beer to my iced coffee. Yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm I thought we were talking that. about. Right? Yeah, me too. <laughs> Uh, well, y'all, usually this is the part of our roundup where I talk about the things that have been going on in the news. And it, we're, we're kind of doing the same thing. But because it is Thanksgiving, I want us to each give our take on whether or not we are thankful for these things that have happened recently. So we're going to go through a few of them. Is everyone ready? Let me know if you're thankful or not and why. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> no, I'm so scared. first thing Two days ago, Andre 3000 came out with his first album in 17 years. And if you were expecting him to just throw down some sick bars, you are out of luck because it is just an hour and a half of experimental flute music. It's called New Blue Sun. And I, I kind of love the way that the internet has popped off on this. Just like them making all of these memes about like how they're going to dance so hard to this <laughs> <laughs> have you listened to it i have and the track names i think are my favorite part of it so the very first song on this album is called and i quote i swear i really wanted to make a rap album but this is literally <laughs> the way the wind blew me this time there's nothing more perfect than that honestly when i read about this i've literally read about this like right before i came here and i saw it was like a post on instagram and the quote from him was 
I'm, I can't rap anymore. I'm 48. What am I going to rap about? Getting a colonoscopy? Yeah, I saw <laughs> and, that too. That and was, I was really like, funny. Oh, that's really funny. But yeah, I think it's really, I'm thankful for it. I think it's really cool that you can, you know, still continue to grow as an artist and like do whatever the fuck you want. Like obviously he has like a legacy where he can do this. <laughs> right. He'll yeah. always have Outcast. Yeah. He'll always have Speaker Box and the Love Below. Yeah. I found it to be really wonderful background music. I had it on while I was making dinner last night and I'm like, this is, this is great. Yeah. It just felt did very, he, very nice. Do we know, did he always know how to play the flute or is this something he picked up late in life? I, well, the thing is he's been popping up recently. People have been spotting him just in public with this giant flute, like <laughs> just walking around carrying it for like the past several years. It's become something of a meme. Okay. Yeah. I see. I wasn't aware of that. I wasn't either, but apparently I mean, it, it has is. been 17 years. You may have just like, hey, I found this thing. I'm going to learn to play it <laughs> and then made an album. I want to say two more of the song names before we move on to the next thing. The second song is called the slang word pussy rolls off the tongue with far better ease than the proper word vagina. Do you agree? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> and I would then, agree with that as well. Yeah. And then what a tra name. Track number three is the night in Hawaii when I turned into a panther and started making these low register purring tones that I couldn't control. Shit was wild. <laughs> okay. <laughs> At least he hasn't lost his sense of humor. I know. I'm that's, like, well, why don't true. he make a rap album? I don't know. These these feel like these could be bars. They, they could be. These are the only place you're going to find bars. I on feel the like album. I've heard all of these lines in Outcast songs. So <laughs> <laughs> I will agree with you, Gabby. I'm very thankful that this happened. Yeah, I'm thankful too. Mm -hmm. I am too. It's, I don't know. I like it when big artists do weird things. So this Me is too. cool. Mm -hmm. Or like do something just for the passion of doing something. Yeah, you know William Shatner has like his like oh, his like yeah. covers thing or whatever, and it's like, and he gets all these like crazy artists to collab with him on it, and he's not a good singer, and I don't think he, it's even him singing. It's just him like kind of doing like his William Shatner like spoken yep. yeah. thing. He's just doing like I'm talking. a rocket man burning out his views out mm -hmm. here alone. alone. <laughs> it's exactly that. But then like Henry Rollins is on on it as well. For wow. Some reason. But it's like clearly, and he, I think he's even said before, like, I don't care. I just, I want to do this. So I'm going to do it. Like it makes yeah, me happy. Right. And I'm I, like, that's great. I know Doja Cat recently before she put out her new album was like teasing that she was going to do a hardcore punk album. But Doja, we're waiting for that. Yeah. Let's fucking go. That would yeah, be come rad. On, Doja, let's fucking do it. <laughs> she totally has like the attitude for it as oh, well. Oh, 100%. Doja, please. If you listen, we want this. Doja, please. Please. <laughs> I will say, speaking of punk things, when I went to go see La Doña, her opening act was a cumbia punk band, which wow. was one of the coolest combinations of music I've ever heard in my life. It was super, it was incredible I feel like live. Somebody so. has recommended, what are they called? Because I feel like someone's recommended me this before. Oh, I have them here somewhere. It's like Son something. Mm. Hold on. We'll throw it in the episode description yeah. below. Son Rompe Pera. Okay. Sounds familiar. Did you enjoy it? Oh yeah, it was incredible. Uh, but yeah, very like very much a mix of punk and cumbia, and like you were also like you're like dancing cumbia, and then all of a sudden just like raging punk, and then mosh pits formed, and I was like, <laughs> not what I expected from this show today, but that's incredible. I love it. Amazing. Very thankful for all of this. Yeah. So second thing, let's move on. Um, you may have seen this, you may not have seen it, but the Beatles released their final song called Now and Then. I like that you're like, you may have seen this or not, like the Beatles doing anything, we wouldn't have heard about it. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like this was trending in the news and I only listened to it in the past week. 
I saw I saw like built like a uh, bus stop ads for it. Wow. Like in the city. There's really? like yeah, ads for it. Okay. I've seen ads kinda... for the Rolling Stones album, but not I hadn't seen anything about the Beatles. Oh, that oh, I haven't seen. Um, yeah, oh, they they just put out their new album, which is like something diamonds. Madeline, you gotta make me seem cool. Like what what is the name of the <laughs> What is the name of the new rolling Hey Siri, what's the name and of the, the new Rolling our, Stones album? It's called Hackney Diamond. Hackney Diamonds. That's what it's called. Mm. I listened to, they had like a duet with Lady Gaga that was... Um, On this album? Yes. It was definitely mm-hmm. a thing they did. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a thing that was in the universe. Um, yeah. A song that was recorded. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. <laughs> I guess it's like 1969 right now. But yeah, if you don't know the story. So this song... It was. It's called Now and Then. It was written by John Lennon in the late 70s, and he recorded it as a five-minute piano demo around, like, 77. And when he was posthumously inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in uh, 1995 or 1994, Harrison, McCartney, and Ringo, they, they got together, and they tried to turn it into a song that kind of failed. But then recently, the, using AI, they were able to extract John Lennon's vocals, mm-hmm. and then they built a song around it. Mm. So I don't. I'm kind of on the fence about this. Um, That's kind of how I am too. Yeah, yeah I don't love I, that. I, I think I would say respectfully, not thankful. I could see how if you're like a huge Beatles fan, that might be cool. But I listen I to the even song. Know and if you are a huge Beatles fan, you might think that's cool. I saw, I saw people like <laughs> online being like, wow, this is coming out on my birthday. A new Beatles song. Like, this is my favorite band. And like, I'm so excited. And I'm like, OK. I'm like, dude, you're 17. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but I don't know. I listen to it and I'm like, it's not terrible, but I'm like, I definitely didn't need this. Yeah. And it's crazy to me that it's just become a huge hit. Like it's hit Has number it? yeah, it's hit number one in like ten countries already. And it got up to like number seven in the US last week. The thing that's crazy to me too is like I'm like, this can't be a money thing, because there's no way you guys are hurting for money. So what was your motivation behind this? I don't know. Did it have anything to do with the new Peter Jackson documentary? We gotta look into that. That was like last year though. Well, he did that, but I've been hearing something about a new one. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm living uh... in like a, a mandala effect. Did you watch that one, by the way? I watched part of it. I watched part of it, too. It's like each episode was like two hours long, and I made it through like half of the second. I was just like, it's literally just them smoking and hanging out in the studio. (laughs) I don't know if I need to be around for this. What did that come out on? Was that on Hulu or Uh, something? No. Disney Plus. Yeah, I think it was Disney Disney Plus. Plus. I definitely remember seeing that, and I was like, I watched that, and then I never did. Yeah. I think the internet grabbed all the the, the pertinent parts for us. <laughs> oh yeah, I read Probably. all the tweets, and that's all I needed mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. Do we even call them tweets anymore? Are they? They're... That's a good question. What are they called now? That it's X's? X. They're called X's? They're called Xvids. No, <laughs> My favorite is when um I deleted Twitter or X or whatever before it all that should happen, but I still get emails. It'll be like notifications and like the subject will be x in parentheses formerly twitter yes it's, it's like even they have to yeah, remind their own I users in so many places it's twitter.com still like you look at the top mm-hmm. of the bar it's still yeah, twitter.com it ah, it's so stupid he is so, so stupid he's, so dumb. he's such a dumb dumb man he's he's the world's richest middle schooler yeah yeah it's i think that might even be generous but yeah <laughs> It might even be an insult to middle schoolers. Wait, oh so what was the consensus? Are we thankful or not thankful? I I am grateful that the Beatles existed. Yes, but I don't need this song. <laughs> I I didn't I didn't need this song, but thank you. 
Thanks. Thank you, question mark. It's like it's like a gift from your aunt that you yes. didn't want. You're like, yeah. thanks? It's the it's the uh it's I, the diabetic shock my grandma me. gave me for my birthday last year. Yeah, exactly. Like, thank you, grandma. I actually really need these for the circulation. <laughs> Would have been all right without them. We have a consensus. Who's ready to move on to the next one? I am. Let's go. Let's okay. do it. Grammy nominations dropped this week, and it is completely dominated by women. Like in all three of the big categories, record of the year, album of the year, song of the year, it is all women. So we have Billie Eilish, Boy Genius, Miley Cyrus, Olivia Rodrigo, Taylor Swift, SZA, and then the one man who's been nominated in all three is uh, John Batiste, okay. who is like, you know, a favorite. Mm -hmm. he, he makes good music. He won album of the year, I think, last year, you know, okay. doing your victory lap. But this is, I, I keep thinking about like, what was it, four years ago when Lord put out her album, um, Melodrama? Mm -hmm. And the album's such a great album. Right. And she was the lone woman to be nominated in the album of the year category. And she wasn't even invited to perform <sighs> at the Grammys. And it was like a huge backlash. And like the Grammy president said something along the lines of like, well, women got to step up their game. Ugh. I mean, he didn't say it that way because he's an old white man, but right. he, it was just like completely toned up. And it feels like we finally got the pendulum swinging back in the other direction. So what's everyone feeling about the Grammy nominations right now? I think it's great. Mm -hmm. I love it. I mean, I don't I don't necessarily think that personally the Grammys really have any sway and I mean they do in in like the pop world and like the overarching like big stars in the music industry, but like for me personally, it's not like if I see someone, you know, win artist of the year or like best new artist, I'm like more likely to listen to them. But I think it is cool that they're getting that recognition. It's kind of crazy that like Boy Genius is there. Yeah, I was about to say that. I was talking to Jamie about this the other day. And Jamie, I'm sorry. I'm going to throw you under the bus right now. But we're both she's like... She's not even here. Yeah, she's not even here. Not up. even to her face, That's Anthony. Up. Yeah, <laughs> That's well, we, we, we had the same opinion, which is just like, they have never made the argument that we should listen to them. Oh, yeah. 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 I think like Phoebe Bridgers has said that about like her own music before where she's like, yeah, I didn't ever think I would be this big. I thought I would just be playing like local shows around Silver Lake or whatever. And that would be like good enough for me. She just turned into a meme on all of the music publications. I, I don't know who is out there listening to Boy Genius, but they just, they seem I like, like Boy Genius. You do? Yeah. Well, I know a know? lot of people that are into Boy I, Genius. <laughs> I don't dislike Boy Genius. But I have not heard a Boy Genius song that made me go like, oh, super cool. I need to throw this on a playlist. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that I've ever heard a Boy Genius song. So that's sorry. That's my I'm sorry um, that the men in this conversation are like <laughs> shitting on a girl band. I'm a huge <laughs> fan of a lot of these other albums that came out that got nominated. Like Guts. I am a huge fan of Guts. You liked Guts. I loved it so much. I didn't like it as much as our first one. Really? Yeah. I, Maybe I need to revisit it though. I really like that she leaned into like the Alanis of it all. Mm -hmm. I really loved that she beat the sophomore slump. I, I loved SZA's album. Oh, I, loved, I loved it so much. Oh, I yeah. love SZA's album too. I think that's my favorite of the ones on, mm -hmm. yeah. on the list. Okay, least favorite album on that list, Midnight's. I'm so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It felt like a mid Bleachers album, and that's because Jack Antonoff had his grubby fingers all over it. Okay. Madeline, you can cut this if you want. That's just my opinion. Oh, can I talk shit? If yeah, we're go ahead. It's just talk like shit. Okay. Your opinion, man. No, I agree. Go it ahead. did feel Gabby, like sorry. an album of B sides. Yes. Which I think essentially is what it is. 
but there were some good ones on there but also like i always used to like his production like i love 1989 but recently it's gotten very like one note like my friend pointed out that like in almost all the songs that he produces for her there's like weird like in the background just like like uh, unnecessary uh, unnecessary electronic sounds that Mm -hmm. like add nothing to the song the 1989 re-record there's like the vault songs there's a song where like every other line there's just like it's like a bird going (laughs) (laughs) you know what song i'm talking about Oh, no, I, I have to admit, I have not, I did not get all the way I, through of it. I think I do know what you're talking about. And I'm like, about. what the fuck is, like, this is, this could be a great song, but then you have, like, a literal, like, seagull or something going, <laughs> every other line. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> the thing is, like, I used to really like Bleachers, and I used to really like a lot of what he did, but yeah, it's just same. so one note. Yes. And, like, I used to pride myself on being able to know when I yes. was listening to a Jack Antonoff yes. song. Like, when, when I was listening to the, the Chicks' new album, like, two years ago ago where he produced a majority of that if not all of it i don't mm-hmm. remember which but like i listened to gaslighter and i'm like this is a bleachers song yeah and then i looked it up i'm like yeah of course yeah but now it's just like everything sounds like bleachers that he does yes it all sounds the same and it all sounds like i don't know trite yeah bad. it's um my <laughs> my friend ryan uh former co-host of the show he described it perfectly all, all of his songs are we're young and we're yearning yes <laughs> but they're not like he's not that young he's like i know he's like 40 he's like 35 or something oh is he yeah i very much with gabby on this one i just like don't give two shits about the grammys and like i said earlier though representation is important so that's wonderful that that's there i just don't give a shit about award shows they just don't really mean anything to me and i know they mean like a lot to certain people but um it's uh, it's still fun to watch your it's fun (laughs) to watch your favorite artists win something though yeah yeah i think i I guess so i'm not gonna listen to something more just because they won at the grammys right i I think that it 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 doesn't really for me but i'm grateful that it's for someone and that maybe that representation will you know exactly that's that's exactly where i fall i'm like it's cool that that is there and people get to see that and representing you know whatever identity they may hold um, but to me, doesn't really mean anything. But right. yes, thankful for the representation. I'm thankful for that. it too. And I'm just like, I'm waiting for the other shoe to fall where like, even though all these amazing, talented women have been nominated, watch John Batiste win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're a really good artist, John. Like nothing against your music. You are very talented, but maybe you already won. In your heart, yeah. Well, no, he did win. He won album of the year like last year or the year before. I don't remember oh, which. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's someone else's yeah, turn. Yeah, and I don't even know who he is. So <laughs> yeah, to be honest, sorry, I don't John. know who he is. I think either. oh my god, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that he is Stephen Colbert's band leader. And take this out, Madeline, if he's not, but I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. Because my mom talks about him all the time. Oh. He's very much mom music. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's probably why I haven't heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he's either that or he's like in line with like Imagine Dragons or Oh, a, no, no, no. What's that other band that's like, is it AJJ or AJ? Oh, AJR. They're so fucking weird. Yeah. They're like the weirdest band. Yeah. Eric, remember when we saw them and then like they did that, uh, that cover of All Star with the ukulele? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. <What? laughs> How did I forget about that? 
and and the the they're all brothers and like the lead singer i i don't know the, all their names they might as well be the same person but he always I'm gonna wears... guess that they start with a j and r yeah pretty much maybe <laughs> <laughs> he's always wearing that giant hat with like the ear flaps like uh like i live in iowa in the middle of winter yeah sort of he, he he always wears that even at summer festivals when it's 100 degrees is he balding maybe maybe but like i think that's their whole aesthetic huh. it's like you know you're looking at ajr because the lead singer is wearing his his like ear flap hat <laughs> oh yeah what a weird aesthetic yeah. to to, to ride on but you know good for them uh, though good for them <laughs> yeah anthony you are correct uh john batiste was the band leader and musical director on the late show with Stephen colbert was from 2015 to 2022 oh then i'm very up to date he got the second grammy nomination he said peace out <laughs> i'm a star now okay y'all well thank you for hanging out with me today i think i need to get up and go to the kitchen and make myself one more of these drinks before yeah. um we shut down the bar yeah but yeah before we go what else are we thankful for any closing thoughts about things from 2023 that we have thought are really great <laughs> it's been a blur of a year honestly yeah, <laughs> i can't agree believe we're at, i can't believe we're at the end of it this year has given 2020 honestly like, right yeah okay yeah i know that every year it's some, like once you get to the end you're like ah fuck this year this year fucking sucked but i had some good years in the last well pre-pandemic but this is the one since then that has been kind of like mm. you know everything was on strike it just wasn't it wasn't yeah. fun hot labor summer was not fun but it was necessary mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah absolutely i'm thankful um, that that's hopefully over in the new year Yes. Yeah, I guess on a personal level, this is my first year with uh, my fancy engineering job for the whole year. And uh, that's been pretty cool not to have to be a server for wow. Congratulations. Uh, any portion of the year. So that's yeah. been there's cool my, for me. my golf clap. We're doing our I golf got to claps. be on this show. So that's been cool. So yeah, I guess a lot to be thankful for in my personal life, but also the world is falling apart. So fuck right. everything at the same time. Yeah, that's kind of where I am too. I'm grateful to be where I am. And there's a lot of like cool things in my life that I've wanted and I now have but also like everything around me is terrible and I'm trying yep. to find a balance between acknowledging that and, and trying to do what I can for that and then also like still keep my sanity and be happy about my own one precious life that I get right <laughs> yeah I think yeah Eric you reminded me I don't know why I needed reminding that like I feel that this year on the show we've coalesced a team that I really believe in and is really awesome. So thank you for joining the Tunes okay. and Tumblers family. And Jamie, thank you. And Nick and Madeline, you are all make this possible. So what thank about you. Pizza? Oh, yeah. Pizza is a given. Yeah. <laughs> pizza is a new addition. Pizza just out. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's, yeah, he's, he's out. for the He's game. done. <laughs> he's done. He's done. He's had a hard day. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. Well, thank you both for being here. I've got to go make myself another drink. And then I've mm -hmm. got to go to a Friendsgiving and gorge myself. Ugh. It's a hard life. That sounds great. It's so <laughs> terrible. I'm doing hot pot for a friend's birthday in about oh, an hour. So I'm I, very excited for that. Invite me to hot pot. I want hot pot so bad. I'm Eric. sure we'll still be chilling in six hours if you want to make it yeah, out yeah. here. Oh, God. I got to get in my car right fucking now. <laughs> and so Andy's yeah. got to make a drink. He's got to get in the car <laughs> and go to San Francisco. You know, Francisco. make yourself a drink and drive home. Mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't do Freezes that, y'all. drive themselves these days. You'll be all right. <laughs> 
And thank you all for listening to Tunes and Tumblers. Tunes and Tumblers is an Atwood Magazine podcast and a member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Be sure to follow us on every platform and please rate and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. It helps us out so much. Also, if you go into the episode description and scroll to the very bottom, you'll find a link to our Patreon. Check that out because we've got a lot of fun perks there if you'd like to support the pod. So please, please, please check it out. Every dollar goes to keeping the lights on and getting supplies to make these delicious drinks. Tunes and Tumblers was produced, as always, by Madeline May and researched by Nick Nichols. Our digital content is managed by Jamie Kahn. Our theme song is by New New Girlfriend. And before we go, we have one more special treat for y'all. Like I promised, one of our favorite artists, Charles Rojas, is back with perhaps his funkiest work of new disco, and we wanted to share it with y'all. It's a collab with his friends Disco Stew and Fancy Feelings and features my favorite thing of all time, a saxophone solo. So let's not wait for that anymore. TNT fam, here is Charles Rojas with I Only Want You. Cheers. Cheers. Salud.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.